0: dead air
1: (laughs) (laughs) hello can you hear me check can you hear me hello (laughs) oh no dan dan are you there
2: hello and welcome to ccm boys and girls men and women all across the country and maybe even africa Yep. Welcome to CCM in 3D. We're excited you are here. My name's Dan. I'm Derek. Hello there. I'm Dave. And we are the three Ds, and we are talking about CCM from 1985 to 1995, that sweet spot in there. And we have somebody we're talking about today, an artist today, that if you haven't heard this album, you've probably heard his I don't know, hand in Christian music somewhere. For um, sure. Yeah. Chris yeah. Chris Eaton. And he had an album in 1986 called Vision. But Chris Eaton is an amazing songwriter. Influence in lots of CCM during this time. Oh, yeah, I
0: hear you.
2: You're good. That was weird. Okay. Should I start over?
0: Yeah, you're fine. No, 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 no. Just keep talking. Pick it up. I'll edit it. I'll edit it.
2: All right, so Breath of Heaven. And uh, lots of other amazing songs. He's got like 195 writing credits. Oh wow! According to Discogs, Seriously? yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, and he is uh from the UK. Yeah, actually. So, um, out of the United States here, uh, but he's written, writ, uh, sorry, wrote, and, writ, wrote. <laughs> sheesh! I'm not to find the right word. For um, Cliff Richard, Amy Grant, Jackie Velasquez, Michael English, Russ Taff. I mean, I can go on and on. Diamond Rio recently. um, Yeah. Like 11 years ago or something. Janet Jackson did one of his songs. Yeah. Like back in the 80s or something. 84. So big influence in Christian music. Oh, and then he wrote that song Believe in Love that Russ Taff does
0: later. Right.
2: right, um, Right. On his... Debut or his uh, self titled album, Russ Taff. Um, it seems like
0: he and Russ are kind of connected at the hip. We'll get into that probably as yeah. we start going song by song here.
2: Yeah. And by the way, when I was digging into that song, Believe in Love, I learned that the Hoff, David Hasselhoff, sang that song <laughs> in yeah, 1985. Yeah. Do You Believe in Love? Uh,
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it, was, it was number one in Germany for sure. It probably.
0: Uh, <laughs> you, you sent that earlier today, and I True confessions time. I did not click on it because I was like, I I probably won't be able to unhear this after I click on it. <laughs> yeah, and so sure true. enough, a couple of a couple of hours later, Dave sends a text that says, "Great, now I can't unhear that." <laughs> yeah. and, um, so my my yeah. uh, reticence to do it was 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 sounds like it was a good decision <laughs> yes it
2: was, yes it's so <laughs> awful do not make
1: that part of your homework tonight do not listen to that version of the song
0: no, no, no. and i will not include a link in the show notes okay good so lots that of not not be part, part of the show notes. <laughs> and then talk about talk about why we decided to cover this hour one of the reasons because this album is now 35 years old wow yes. hard to believe yeah, it is. Yeah. It is hard to believe. 35. Um, do you guys want to know if it shows up in the 100 Greatest Albums in Christian Music book? Yes, let's know. Tell okay. us, Derek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what does the great well, book say? The, the, of course, the book I'm referring to is the 2001 book, The 100 Greatest Albums in Christian Music, CCM Presents. Um, I will say that one of the songs that Chris Eaton wrote appears on a album that is on this. So yeah. Michael English's well. Michael English album is on here. And of course okay. Michael covers Believe in Love. But unfortunately unfortunately Chris Eaton's vision does not end up in this book.
1: Mm-hmm. What a surprise. A great album yeah,
0: what, that they left off. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. <laughs> no, I, I, what, other, what other factoids were you able to dig out? Either one of you, actually.
1: What did you, you guys find? Uh, just to uh, expand on what Dan was saying about the songs he was involved in, I found a couple others that are some of my favorites, and that is uh, one of my favorite song off of Unguarded, Amy's album, is Sharia, and he wrote mm-hmm. that. Yes. Yep. And then also off uh, the Imperials' Let the Wind Blow, he did In the Promised Land, another great song off that album. Those are Two of my favorites that Chris has done, and I just think that this, uh, this Vision album is one of the best debut albums during our time frame, um, in my opinion. It's just pure 80s pop magic, what I put there. Actually, ah. it's, just pure, it's just pure pop magic. Yeah, I feel like when you say '80s, it kind of discredits a little bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's just a great pop album. We're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, this is not a McDonald's commercial where we're going to run down the '80s here. This is a <laughs> right. This is a.
1: This, it's just good music.
0: It's, we're it's proud good. of the '80s
1: here. That's right. And
0: he, here's one other question I have. Um, do either of you guys have this album? I
1: have the cassette.
0: Yep.
2: Uh, I have the CD.
1: Wow!
0: There it is,
2: right there. Yes, and mine mine was loaned out to Ima. Oh, I'm a a burglar. Yes, I'm gonna take these from you. I'm gonna take these from you. I'm gonna take these from you. Yeah. 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 So if you're listening, repent, repent,
0: and give those back. (laughs) Come on, Ima. (laughs) So,
2: uh, Dave, you mentioned the Imperials. He so two of my favorites from this year's model. He was uh, helped with warriors. This year's model, and I I think Outlander too. And
0: yes, yeah, okay, no, you're right. It is Outlander. Yes, Yes. that's a fantastic. And I, you know, when I found when I made that connection with Outlander, I can hear in my mind Chris singing that song. I can
2: too now. Yes,
0: yeah. I mean, it's Jimmy Lee singing it uh, on the album, but boy, I can hear Chris singing on a demo or something for this. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's great.
1: Now, I have, uh, I was going to add, I've got two of the songs on vinyl, and I'll explain. So, yes, during, I love this. During the Big Picture Tour, you know, of course, uh, Michael W. Smith, and he's on Reunion Records. Well, they handed out at the concert a certain number of these 45s, and it was uh, the sampler in 1986 for the upcoming releases from Reunion. And Chris is on here, and uh, it's, got two, it's a little bit bigger size than a regular 45 because it's got eight songs on it. Two from Kathy Dracoli, Pam Markall, Billy Sprague, and Chris Eaton's Vision. Oh, wow. And so they put like little notes here next to each album they feature. And I'll read you one it says about Vision. It says, a definite 10 on the boogie scale. This new album (laughs) by Chris Eaton called Vision wears me out. It's like nonstop energy. Warning, when you listen to it, be prepared to dance. So apparently whoever wrote this was Mm -hmm. not Baptist." (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Warning, dancing ahead.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I was shocked to see I still have this. But uh, yeah, there you go. That's Chris Eaton's uh, introduction to reunion. That's
0: awesome. Good. Yeah. That's great. Well, do we have any other factoids or shall we jump in?
2: Um, let's see. The other one was... Nope, I guess I don't. Never mind. I already used it. The only other thing I'll say
0: about this before we... Before we get in, um, you know, this is a general thought. And my thought is this is one of the most underrated CCM albums of the 80s. Yes. Uh, Just and, and we'll we'll talk about that as we go on. But it's interesting and I hope we can cover soon his follow up, which wasn't released until the 90s. It was almost 10 years later. Um, Wonderful World, which I think honestly is one of the most underrated CCM albums of the '90s. Mm-hmm. It's that good, and okay. I have it on CD too. So, hope we can kind of circle back to Chris very soon and talk about that one because that one's 25 years old. Wow, uh, this this year. Or so, mm-hmm. um, or I'd be, I guess it'd be 20 26 years old. So, that'd be a great one to cover. So okay. I'd love to circle back to Wonderful World, but this album, Vision. I think, is one of the undiscovered,
1: underrated gems of the 80s. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. And the other thing I'll throw in, I won't get into this because it'll take forever, but to me, there's an enormous amount of players on this album.
2: Right. I mean, the
1: credits just go on and on and on. Don't you guys think so? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: That's where I was going next, yeah. Good. Well, go on then. Go for it. it. Go on then. Obviously, produced by Brown Bannister. So you start start there. Um, I guess and and Jack Joseph Puig. Yep. Yep. So already you're starting out pretty good. Um, Yeah. And then the guitar credits, Dan Huff, Michael Landau. Uh, We've got the bass, Nathan East, Steubenhouse. Uh, Pino. Yep. So, I mean, there's lots more here, but uh, drums, Pauline, lots of of names we recognize from this time. Um, Yes. But just, yes, you can tell really good stuff.
0: And in fact, there was one song on here that's really percussion heavy. I can't remember which one it is. Um, I didn't write it down when I was listening, but I thought that has to be Lenny Castro. And of course, it is the always on every album ever Lenny Castro uh, <laughs> percussion on this album. So, I think that's uh, yeah.
1: that's hold back the tears, because I put drum heavy on that one too there, Derek. So.
0: Okay, yeah, could be. It. Could yeah. be. So that's... Anytime you hear congos or timbales or anything like
1: that, it's got to be Lenny Castor. Well, don't forget grooming and styling by uh, Jody Morlock and Beverly Ann Moore. So, I mean, that's right, pretty important right. to, to the uh, album. Yes.
0: They were very influential in their yes. way. Yes.
2: And the one lighting guy who shined the bright, bright light on his cover. Right. That's it. We need yes. the light right there. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
1: go ahead and look at it and squint a yes. little
2: bit. Hold that. Hold that. Look right there. He's
1: yeah. He He's kind of in the shadows, isn't he? That's yeah. Funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Vision, your your vision's going to be ruined by looking into this bright light <laughs> for, for the rest of-
1: <laughs> Whatever you do, do not look at the light.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Reunion was. Uh, not bringing their A game to this uh, cover design. Let's just say that. They yep. left a little to be desired. Yeah.
2: Well, and I was going to think, I was, just my theory is he probably gets a little lost in 86 because, you know, he got the big picture. Immigrants Unguarded is still going strong. Beat the System, Medals. Russ Taft comes Metals. out later. Yep. Don't,
1: Don't Wait, wait for, for the movie. movie. I
2: mean, just lots of big CCM artists that. Continued up their game during this time. Streetlight Light D and K. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, may, you know, it may just be a matter of it just kind of got lost in there. And also, when I listen back to this music again, it's um, going back to 1985 and 1986. The predominant radio format was v- slow, very slow, very AC. So wh- in CCM, in CCM I mean? Mean, yeah. And so yeah. you know, where okay. do you put a lot of his songs, which are great but i don't know that, right. that it could really pre- give a lot of airplay to these because it just didn't fit the predominant right. the predominant format
0: in fact it, I, it's so interesting you say that dan there's a uh there's a facebook group out there called the 80s christian music recovery group and um a lot of times when we're getting ready to feature an album do a deep dive i will just search some of these sites to see if mm-hmm. somebody's posted something and This, somebody posted um, a a cut from Vision, Daniel Reyes, on November 11th of last year. Uh, Don't don't underestimate my love. And it got 57 comments. So I thought, oh, great. This is really, I'll kind of see what they say. And one commenter had a really great point. This is William Dodson. So, William, if you're a listener, I'm giving you a shout out. He says about this album, the music was great. The challenge was conservative radio. Would not play the music except for portions mm-hmm. um, of a sh- of a show at all. Uh, old folks would complain. The station would pull the music if we played it. Yep, yeah. Very few played this music in their full rotation. It killed attendance and promotion of local concerts. But that's kind of he, he, that guy lot. just said it away better yep. than I did. <laughs> that's very right. true. Yeah, you and you've you've alluded
2: to this mm-hmm. a lot
0: before. Roughly. When was the switch? 88, 89, yeah, 90, something the end of, like that. The end of the 80s, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there, it became viable for a station to go 24 hour, you know, CHR yeah, music, Christian up. hit radio yeah. music. Right. Before that, you'd have, um, you know, z- z- sermons or. or, or uh, guest speakers and then maybe two hours of music on Friday or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but then, you know, for this kind of a, so maybe this, this album was in search of a radio station or a radio format to play it a little, is a little bit. Before well, the and also, so here's time. a
2: little bit to what I mean by it kind of got lost is so if you only have a very limited format, on to wish to play these things. Well, you're going with things like big picture, you're going with the big names, oh, yeah. Michael yeah, Smith and Amy Grant, and Russ and White Hart and Petra You know, had back to the street then and that kind of thing. So right. if you have a limited, hey, this is only something I can play, then you're not going out to some of these, maybe not well known artists like Chris, um, to be able to play them. But also for right. the fit for sure.
1: And the other thing about this album that I think was a factor too is that um, this song deals with relationships a lot, and it's not just strictly, you know, talking about your spiritual walk. And I think, True. you know, back then, like you said, Dan, if you have a limited number of songs on a Christian station, they're probably not going to play. You know uh, songs that are love songs like don't Under- Ados- don't underestimate my love you know they're gonna play right. you know they're gonna play something from uh, from one of Amy's albums or maybe Rocket town from Michael or something like that
2: mm-hmm. right yeah right So yeah, good good uh, but yeah great back to the players on this just great players um, fits well so if you if you're listening back to this, you're gonna really enjoy it. Yes, for sure. So, I want, want to go Trash? Sure. let's go. All yeah, right. let's do it. So, number one, we come right out the box with Vision. The title, cut.
0: There you go. Yeah, sounds yes. just so sounds that, like that's, is,
2: that's as close as we can get to playing it on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, but, you know, great. I I don't know who played the bass in here because I don't know who. I don't have anything that tells me what the liner notes on these songs, specific songs. Okay, yeah. But the bass on here is fantastic. They don't
0: do specifics. I think it's probably That's Nathan what I'm East, hoping. Um, I'm just thinking. It it's sounds probably...
2: like an Ethan East thing, yeah. Um, yeah. Love it. Very upbeat. Lots of fun. Um, you can listen back to that one. But here's the interesting thing for me is, so you're probably familiar with the song from Russ's version one year before. Um, and right. they both hold up, to me, hold up really well. And typically yeah. when I Hear another artist cover another artist song, or they're both doing the same version of a song. I usually almost always prefer one artist's version over another. You know, usually one kind of is that high above. But on this one, in my case, this very rare case, I like them both. I could actually play them both. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I like them both. Which is really, and then when I was looking into it, I didn't realize that lyrics were so different. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah. But, they have the two different versions with the different lyrics. And the first verse is very similar, except for just a small tweak. Russ's version says, for the first time I can see beyond, there's no rebellion. And Chris's version says, for the first mm-hmm. time I can feel the sun, there's no more sadness. So apparently right. uh, Chris Chris doesn't feel rebellion and Russ doesn't feel sadness. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. They personalized yes.
0: it. Together... Yeah, together they're gonna meet in yeah. the middle somewhere. Yeah, I, I I had forgotten when when I picked this C D back up to listen to it, I'd completely forgotten the different lyrics. And I'm glad you mentioned that um this this came out a year late, year after Metals, because obviously Metals was mm-hmm. eighty five, yep. right? Is that do I remember right. that correctly? Okay, so yeah. This comes out a year after and um yeah, I I, I really enjoy both. I I wasn't sure if I would like this one as much as I did back then, but I sure did. I was, it was great. Yeah. And I I wonder. I think a lot of the same players yes. are on metal yep. that are on uh, Chris's. They song. Are. So yeah, I'm yeah. Right with you. I remember Dan Huff had a guitar solo on Russ's right. version, and I think I think he's on this yeah. one too.
1: Yeah, I'm with you guys. I like both versions. I think Russ's to me the the vocals. Are more prominent. In other words, you can you can like really feel the lyrics. I think with Chris's, you know, Chris's vocals are always real smooth and they sound great. And I thought the emphasis is listening back is more on the music and especially to me, the bass and guitars really shine on this version of Vision. And don't forget the bongos. You can hear the bongos on this song. And yes. thank you, you Lenny, Lenny Castro. Castro.
0: <laughs> you, Lenny Castro. Yep, that's him. I think Russ's arrangement's a little tighter. It's um, it's just a little bit of a more polished yeah. arrangement. But that's that's th- that's not a slam on this one at all. It's it's very good, and I think it it for you know for a an artist to record his own song, especially after someone so iconic as Russ, you you never want to cover a song that Russ has yeah. done, but. I think Chris more than holds his own here, so that's it, for sure. You know
2: how you uh, get into these songs and you've heard them for so long, you just sing the lyrics back, and like you said, you forget how different the lyrics are. And you know, I find myself singing Russian's version, or excuse me, Russ's Russ's version, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just rattling off the lyrics, and then next thing on, I'm know i singing Chris's version and rattling off the lyrics, <laughs> and you don't really realize it <laughs> until you get into it, it's like oh. They are they are quite different, especially in the second verse. Yep. They just, I mean, totally different. <laughs> Don't even have the same thing. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I thought I'd climb this mountain all on my own, but now I see I was not alone. You brought me through and gave me hope to un- und- and gave me hope mm-hmm. undeserved. That's the second verse, which is completely yeah. Because Russ says Russ. I had
2: illusions of the way life should be, and I chose the part that I would play. But your hand, but by your hand, I see. My plan's swept away because your love has just begun to cut me like a knife. So, now, let, either that, yeah, either yeah. lyric is fine. So basically, Russ waited a year
1: later, and then he climbed the mountain on his next song. Yes. You know, when he, he did, I Still yeah. Believe, right? Yeah. Because that's the lyric in there, I think.
0: Right. Yes. Right. Right. And then when he got to the top
1: of the mountain and blew his it mullet does. off, and Richard Marx got <laughs> it. That's right. <laughs> But they snapped. So, so the that's what happened. He got, the, he got to the top. They snapped the picture for the album cover before he lost his mullet, right?
0: Before or, the yes, before the <laughs> mullet was lost. Now I think he borrowed the mullet on the on the cover of um, the that's way right. home.
1: He did kind of have a mullet.
0: Yeah. So he, <laughs> yeah. So he he had to borrow it from
1: Richard. <laughs> and <Mullet>. we're back.
2: And <laughs> we're <laughs> sibilance. So then we have uh, number two. Don't underestimate underestimate my love. Um, I think this is a fun little song, another yeah. one that I put on my playlist, my 80s playlist, uh, number yeah. one and two yes, here. Yes, for sure. Um, what else to say about that one? It's just great, great one. Fun well, one. My, yeah, my question was, did we play this at Z91?
0: When I want to say we station? did. I think
2: we did one and two. Okay.
0: Okay. At, now, I'll, I'll get into – there's another one we played. I'll okay. get into it, and I know – I know we played it and I'll give you the reason why when we get there but I couldn't remember this one and my thought was boy this have sounded yeah. great if we didn't so I'm yeah. glad to know we yeah. did not
1: it's got a great radio so. sound to it. I put smooth track, very easy to listen to. For you know, sure. The, the 80s sound is strong with this one. I mean it definitely sounds <laughs> yes. like from the 80s.
0: <laughs> yes. And that's I think that's Robbie Buchanan's yes. keyboards very up front and Dan definitely Dan Huff. I mean it's just Complete Dan Huff overload on the rhythm guitar playing. It just—it's like you know—it's like a calling card. It's like right. there's Dan, yep. there he is, right there. Yep. I love how so, the
1: instruments kind of fall out at the towards the end, and you're like, all right, that's the end of the song. Yeah, they come back. And you're like, oh nope, it's still going. You know, and then it fades out. But yeah, yeah, right. it goes on a little long at the end. I think I'd have faded it right. right out earlier. No. But it's a it's a fun <laughs> so, track.
0: I like it. Right. I'm 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 going to be sure never to underestimate
2: yeah. God's love. <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Don't they? No, Don't you no. underestimate no. love? Yeah, I won't. I won't. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I'm a lot more familiar with those two songs than a couple other tracks. I wasn't as familiar with the rest of them, so I have to have to. Oh, uh, yeah, we're getting into the good stuff. Camp. But uh, so number three, when yep. my heart breaks. Tell me about yeah. that. Ugh. Ugh. Uh,
0: well. First of all, Pino Palladino on fretless bass here. Just Chris will sing a line and leave off, and then there's yeah. just little bass fills, and that is that is so Pino. And if if, if our listeners, there's my homework. I had mm. that marked as homework. I've got a Pino Palladino Spotify playlist where I, I'm such a huge fan of of Pino. He's probably in my top two or three bass players ever, favorites. And uh, so if you're familiar with uh, so many 80s pop songs on secular pop songs on the radio uh, and they, they would always follow this uh, standard pattern. The singer would sing a phrase and then Pino would just put something in there that was perfect. I'm thinking of like New York Minute by Don Henley. Or, um, I wish it would rain down by Phil Collins, though that's a Pinot song. Uh, Lady in Red, uh, by Christa Berg. Christa Berg. yeah, Christa Berg. that's that's a Pinot. Um, Wherever I Lay My Hat, That's My Home by Paul wow. Young, all these songs had wow. Pinot on them, and just that was, and so that's a It's just so cool to hear Pinot on a on a um on a CCM album. So I just love that Pino's here. So that's, yep. Pino Paladino, just a complete monster.
1: Of a bass I had bass player. on my notes here too, Derek. Back. I put backing vocals yeah. and the bass for the stars on this song here. Just beautiful ballad, straightforward love song. You know, when my yeah. heart breaks, are you going to put it back together? You know, I put not right. if you're Humpty Dumpty, you know, <laughs> they don't do that, <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Very ballad.
0: Now, a lot of people have thought have have said. I've noticed this said about uh, Chris Eaton that he has a little bit of a Daryl Hall influence. Now I don't hear it a whole lot, but maybe on this song I hear it. Interesting.
1: Does that
0: is that fair or is that not? I'll
1: we'll have to go back and listen real. to it. I, I've mm-hmm. never gotten that vibe.
0: Yeah, I, I I never really had either. But I saw a few comments here and there out on the internet saying, "Oh, a." Chris Eaton is a Daryl Hall-influenced singer. Oh. And I thought, well, that's weird. I, I don't really think of that. But maybe on this song, more than any other uh, song on the album,
1: kind of has a little bit of a, I guess, a Daryl hall okay. influence. Well, if it's on the internet, it must be true.
0: That's
2: <laughs> – if it is,
0: if it's on right. the internet, it must be true.
2: Exactly. And then – uh i have to go back and listen to that Pinot. That would be good. And then uh, Golden Rule, number four. Yep. Yeah. And this
0: one reminds me, honestly, this is this is who I hear Chris reminds me of more than Daryl Hall, and that's Kenny Loggins. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And this, this sounds very much like a Kenny Loggins-inspired mm-hmm. vocal. Um, he, boy, you know, some singers, especially some singer-songwriters, as he is, have a voice that only mother could love. You know, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but, you know, a lot of singer-songwriters... There's a reason they're a songwriter cuz mm-hmm. they can't sing their own stuff. Right. Um, but not so with Chris. That guy is a yeah. world-class singer. And so he he really sounds like Loggins to me on Golden Rule. Interesting. Nual. So that's my that's my Well, two I like the uh,
1: the the 80s backward sound effects starting the song. You know, we've heard we've heard that several times. <laughs> yes. I've always wondered if he's saying something <laughs> yes. in the you know in the beginning of the song like don't don't break the golden rule. Yeah. You know. <laughs> He's saying, "Why are you looking for the devil? Well, you're right. looking for the law." <laughs> and then it goes into "Yeah, it's amazing." To... Then computer brains follows, and it's just it's out <laughs> of control. Right. Yeah, computer
0: brains.
1: <laughs> uh, it's got a it's got a fun intro. The keyboards and bass kick in. It's kind of a funky way to start the song, and uh, yeah, it's just it's a fun little '80s song.
2: Yeah. Yep and then uh number uh yeah number five Damn. hold back the tears so this was done by janet jackson mm. before his album uh what i can tell i think she did it in 84 and so, what album? was that uh, on I an album you know, I, it's not that... on spotify so i couldn't find it there but i did find it on youtube and it was just sitting out there i don't know what it was <laughs> okay. from but sure enough she didn't sip
1: yeah hmm. Didn't simply red do that? Oh, I'm sorry. That was holding back the years. Yes,
2: that's
1: right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got yes. I got years of tears. Did yeah, Richard and...
0: Marx do that? Oh wait, it was that's that long right. Of the night. That. Sorry,
2: and that tears for fears. Either. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Not not that either. So yeah. Well, holding yeah, back exactly. the tears. And, oh, you know, was, his version is way better than hers. So you can. Was... That's why you never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is good.
0: Yeah, it, it's on okay. her first okay. solo album. That it looks good. like. So yeah. It's the one where she's kind of on a motorcycle or a motorbike mm-hmm. or something like that. And someone's kicking her in the okay. head. So you can look
1: that her, up yourself. All right. Her not version even is kidding. hold back the gears, not the tears. <laughs> hold back the Sorry. Oh, no. That's terrible. Perfect. terrible.
0: Perfect. I will say about hold back the tears, this is my favorite lead vocal okay. on the album. It, he just, boy, he, Chris just wails on this song. I love it. and And I had written down here, too, what and i'm gonna say this a couple of times why wasn't this hmm. played on z91 this would be a great yeah. sounding song for yeah. a, a z91 a, a chr station you know around 1988 yep. 89 90. so that was that
1: was an oldie that was yes. a good one well for. it's got the uh 80s layer drum effect on this song one of a couple of songs <laughs> the album that has that you know i just love that sound the phil collins you know created sound um Yeah. The one thing I That's other note I put on this song is you know the guitar like peaks up occasionally, and I'm just waiting for it to be unleashed and like a big solo. But it never yes. happens, and I just felt let yeah, yeah I felt let down. Yeah. To do it, like oh, it could have been just a great solo, but it didn't happen.
0: Well, you know, I I have a theory why that okay. why that didn't happen because Dan Dan Day um, wasn't a section on there. Because so Dan would have said um.
2: Right. Why is anyone shredding <laughs> on this song?
0: What, what's going it's on? It's a ballad,
2: for goodness' sake. Shred already. Yeah, well. <laughs> right. It needs Dan shredding. would have taken care of it. That's right. <laughs> he would have. He totally would have. Oh, my goodness. Uh, number six, then, is the start of side B, the cassette. One of my favorites, Love for the Common Man. Yes. Love this song.
0: Yes. Okay, this that's one was why. played at Z91. And I. I know this for a fact, and here's why I know. Even though the music log said it's got a long fade-in, you gotta cue it up, um, so I would always forget to cue this song up to kind yes. of where the drums came in. <clears throat> so I'd give this big announcement <laughs> oh, song no. and would be nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got a really long, slow kind of build to it. Which, you know, it's great when you're just listening to it, but when you're trying to do a high energy announce of a song and you want it to just yeah. slam, no, that <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> I, I think probably three, four, five times I completely disregarded the. Watch for it. It's got a very quiet open
1: and got burned. Did by you it. ever like so, uh, just keep talking, to, just to find something to say till you got to the drums? Like, hey, uh, by the way, it's uh, oh. and, uh, <laughs> 65
0: out there. <laughs> out I'll there, care. yeah. Out where? <laughs> yeah. I, I probably should have, but I was so flustered, I'm sure I would have just said something That's completely
1: awesome. foolish. And, so, it's a, it's a good
0: thing <laughs> I didn't. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i should have uh, yeah this
1: is a fun one it's got uh what i call the crunchy guitars in it you know something you can really you know turn up loud and play your air guitar mm-hmm. with uh i love the layered male vocals on the yep. chorus love the slow breakdown in the middle where chris says there's hope for the lonely rest for the weary love for the common man It's just yes. nice and slow nice little break yeah this is one of my favorite one of my favorites off the album yeah Yeah.
0: And I this was kinda I think honestly one of the sleeper songs we played at Z ninety one. I thought it just sounded every time I played it, despite queuing it up properly, uh, I always thought it so once we actually got in it, it sounded so (laughs) great. It just was a great sounding song. So
2: I love it. Produced really well. I mean, I guess it's one of those maybe overproduced ones for me, but just yeah, love the combination of all of those things. So good. And, well, not yeah, enough not talk. enough shredding
1: yeah. you know <laughs> no congos either lenny castro need to be on this with some congos <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> what happened <laughs> <to Lenny? laughs> what happened to lenny <laughs> he was getting lunch at the time
2: number seven is talk to me so talk to me about this all right okay it, uh, Dave, you go.
1: love song i love how chris uh, uses his falsetto voice you know, like, um, like he goes up on Even Wind, The Feelings, and he goes back up on Gone. I mean, just a great use of his vocals. Uh, this is one of my favorite vocals on the album. Um, and there's like an interesting oh, drum sure. echo effect that goes on in this song. I haven't heard before, but it works. It's Listen to it again if you didn't catch it, if you've heard it before, you haven't heard it. It's uh, yeah, just like this little the drum echoes whenever the snares hit. And I also put great bass work as well on this one yeah uh
0: this is i think the smooth song on the album this is yes. this is west coast aor smooth right here um in fact i i think musically it sounds like it could uh, just musically uh, it could be an yep. outtake from russ's metals album now you, their voices are completely different so that's vocally mm-hmm. there's no comparison they're just two different singers but just from a, mu- a pure, if you were just to cue it up without the vocals, you might swear that this is an outtake right. from Russ's Metals album. If there was just no vocals on it, so it is interesting to me. This talk to me this this subject. Uh, it's, you know, kind of sounds like a maybe a husband and wife or distant and having trouble communicating sort of song. Um, and that's he he gets back to that same topic ten years, eleven years later on his next album uh Wonderful World in the song Remember Me. So when huh. we cover that, we'll we'll look for that and and so I there I know that um that's a that's a topic he comes back to again then so we can we can pull that up and when we get there and, and compare nice. notes. So and it's it's not as smooth as the the, the later song is definitely not as smooth as the song. So this one yeah, this one is, is silky smooth right here. Good tune.
2: And then we get into number eight, this, I'm sorry, not number eight, number nine, don't play games. Did I, did I skip? This oh, is wait, do, do we have, this is for real? Yep. Yep. Yeah, this, this is I'd for put, real.
1: Yeah, uh, this is for real. Yeah. Yeah, this is for real. I was just going to yep. say, I put on this one, the bridge is magic. Um, <laughs> And also, he plays with the vocals. Yeah, I don't know if you guys caught this. On this song. So, in one of the bridges, he says, When I point the finger at you, it turns back and points at me. The next bridge is when I point the finger, when you point the finger at me, it turns back at you. And I thought that was clever. Um, I also put the uh, keyboard here, uh, the the really shine on this song here.
0: Yeah. This was, um, I think this is my least favorite song on the album. The the saxophone kind of get at the beginning, gets it off to a weird start his his lead yeah. vocal is money i mean he he just it's almost like he can't sing a bad lead vocal and so that's he's always uh he's always good for that i didn't catch the cleverness on the on the finger pointing so i have to go back and listen to that that's that's a really good catch but i wasn't a fan of the saxophone i thought i'd queued up the uh <laughs> theme there at the beginning so <laughs> I thought I was gonna see and, Dylan and And Brandon and
1: and, and, and
0: Brandon and, and Kelly. Right. And I was gonna hang out at the peach pit. With yeah, Nate. just gonna hang out at the peach pit. No. With no Maybe with what was, uh, it? was it Nate? Nat, that's it. I was close <laughs> <Nat>. <laughs> Yeah, with Nat at the Peach Pit. <laughs> yep. So Yeah, I'm not a fan of that kind of a hyper emphatic, aggressive saxophone. So and as we go on in the 80s, we're going to find a whole yes, lot of song, we are. A whole lot of yes, the Absolutely. Saxophone. It, was, all,
1: it was like it was a requirement back in the 80s. You've got to have a song with a sax solo.
0: Right. Right. As long as we don't veer into, the, into any uh, Debbie Gibson right. albums, I think
2: we can keep it to a minimum. Yeah, it was like the replacement for the guitar solo or something. It's like all of a sudden just, yeah. oh, sax solo. It kind yep. of was. Yep. Don't make it too rocking. Yep, yep the there phone. he is. <laughs> just... Right, make it sound like the 90210 theme. <laughs> All right, number nine. Then Now we're into don't play games. And I was, I was running into this one because I'm like, oh, I love this oh, one. So I love yeah. it fit right in. it fit right yeah,
0: in. I do too. And my, my first right, note is same how did we question. not play this song on Z91?
2: Yes. Oh, oh,
0: so good. So good. And um, just great guitar from this on Dan, by Dan Huff. Just, oh, so good. In fact, the as it gets to the end, boy, the I I mean the, the guitars just sound nasty and raw and wow, it's it's at at toward the mm-hmm. fade out the guitars just get really intense. I I was surprised. So yeah, it
1: definitely has my favorite playboy. guitar solo on the album. Um you know, it starts out medium tempo yeah. and then it gets into the chorus and it just turns into this rocker and it's like wow, it's fantastic. I know. I do- I do have a question for you guys about one yes. of the lyrics I was trying to figure out. Um, uh, here it is, and I know where I must go. Right into the pressure zone. Is that the same as the danger zone in the eighties?
0: No, no. Oh. And I, you, you know how I know that because you can only get to the highway. You can only <laughs> <Yeah>. use the <laughs> not, it's Okay, the well that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how you know. There must have been some sort of zone <laughs> yes. uh, deal in 86.
1: Both those songs talked about it. I just, I just want to make sure pressure zone and danger zone, different things. Right. Okay, good. All right. No, no, no.
0: It's, it's totally different. Yeah. I mean, right. they do sound alike, Kenny Loggins <laughs> and Chris Eaton, but he took okay. the that settles is it. A Thanks, Derek. So, yeah. Right. So we don't know yeah, how do Yeah, you're you welcome. Anytime. It. Mm. Yep. No.
2: We'll probably have to no No. No, Not that you that you really want
0: don't. to, would you? And, would and, you want to get to the pressure zone? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't really want to. No, I kind of don't. Because no. no, there's there's no cure for the pressure zone.
1: Maybe you take the side roads to the pressure zone.
0: Side roads <laughs> to the pressure zone. No thanks. <laughs> don't Dave, Dave, don't stop. don't play games with my heart, Dave.
1: Quit talk, quit talking to me, Derek. Yeah. Thanks.
2: <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Just a great, yeah, good rocker. We should have had this one on the radio. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I it's even after hearing one. it, I put it right back into a playlist that I have, my classic Christian playlist, because I don't have it in there. And I was like, oh, I gotta put that one in there. Good choice. Really good. Yeah, it's so And good. then last track, it was Love. Now this is this is my favorite yep, ballad yeah. on the
1: album. Yep. Really
2: good.
0: Yeah. It's it's gotta be if you haven't listened to this is my other piece of homework here is go back and listen to this one in your earbuds or some sort of uh, headphones that will accentuate the bass. I don't know if it's it's not Pino. It could be either uh, Neil Steubenhaus or Nathan. I'm kind of leaning towards Nathan East, uh, but boy, bass playing on this is fantastic. So if you, if you haven't picked up on that, and then the key change at the end, of yep. kicks yep. up a, a little bit. Yes, that's so good. And that Dan Huff solo, ah, uh, that just I love that 80s sounds like it was recorded in an right. airplane yeah. hanger guitar sound. You know, just I just miss it. This that, is on uh, one, of my, so one of
1: my CCM playlists. And every time it comes on, I'm thinking this sounds so familiar. And then it, it hit me tonight. It sounds like, especially the chorus, it has a very David Foster 80s feel to me when the chorus comes on. I mean, it's almost like it 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 could have been an 80s rom-com or something, you know, that David Foster wrote the music for. But uh, yeah, it was love. This is also one of my favorites off the album. Uh, Just a beautiful ballad. And if you want to relive any of the 80s, there's just a little touch of what the music sounded like. Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, I hadn't picked up on the Foster uh, influence. That's I don't know if it's—I think it's really the keyboards in
1: the chorus. I mean, it just sounds very the note combination or something it sounds very David Foster to me. Because you know, when you hear you hear anything mm-hmm. he's done, you know immediately. Like, oh yeah, David Foster wrote that. So. Yep. So I don't know. Yep. This could have been For insane, sure. almost fire. Who knows? Yes, it was. It could have <laughs> been, but it wasn't. So down. It was it not, could have been near you know, the danger what, zone, but it wasn't it was not on the highway.
2: It was more near the pressure zone. No, <laughs> not at all. Man, we have definitely referred to more eighties uh different things than we've ever we had have. before, I think. Yeah. This, yeah.
0: I know. Nine oh two one oh yeah it's I mean, like we listened to the radio a little bit in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> we worked in that <laughs> piece right. into this episode.
1: <laughs> oh crazy. I don't know. I don't
2: know. How did we do that?
1: Uh, that was was fun yeah
2: and so anything else yeah if you you miss it you know go back listen re-listen to this one you'll really enjoy it um but i definitely gotta go back and listen to the bass really good yeah
0: yeah yeah evidently this is a hard one to come up with on cd um i don't remember where i got this i've had this cd forever i think i'm pretty sure i bought it soon after it came out this might be close to one wow. of my oldest CDs um let's see so i still own a cd copy of my my cd copy that i bought of big picture so that might have been before the, maybe slightly before this one i still have my copy of metals so this might be close to one of my that oldest crazy. cd's so that's that's crazy hmm. I, and I I don't know what copies of this go for out on Discogs at this point.
1: I could I can talk <laughs> amongst yourselves, yeah, I can this tell This is you. definitely one I'd like to have on CD um, <laughs> that I don't, um, you know. What about you, Dan?
2: Well, like I I, somewhere in the ether as my I'm up.
0: <laughs> I'm up. Yeah,
2: yeah, well, yeah, I right. just got
1: yours.
0: Yeah, it looks like this thing's going for oh, 15, 15 20, Oh, that's not bad. Fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. No, it's not bad. Uh, yeah, fi- yeah, fifteen's looks like the average. So, if you want to spend fifteen cool ones of your Trump bucks, your uh, <laughs> stimulus, true. you can go out and buy. Uh, used about, like three hundred of them. Chris Eaton's vision. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why you would,
2: but you could. I don't know either. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure. You That's might not true. be able to find
2: 300 of them, but hey. Oh, my uh, goodness. Well, it was fun listening back uh, to uh, Chris Eaton's Vision from 1986. Got some homework there. Uh, hey, subscribe whenever you listen to podcasts and uh, do a little review for us if you could. And if interested, we've got some Spotify playlists out there. Find uh, Derek's Pino playlist. That's fun. And uh, we will talk to you next time.